Welcome to Things That Go Unseen. It's Riley here. There's a lot of things that happen that we don't hear about when we should. Some things we can't control, but we can try to help. Today, we will be talking about an unsolved murder case that some of you may have heard of and others may have not. Make sure you keep your ears open for the details about this mystery. Coming up, we've got all the things that go unseen in this murder case. Today, I will be giving you insight on the unsolved murder case of the Xbox murders. This gruesome case was unsolved and was not a very known case. Today, one-third of all murders go unsolved. Cases like these is what haunts people with the thought that the killer was never caught and was walking among us. There's been no shortage of unsolved murder cases that are as creepy as they are baffling. On June 23, 1965, Houston patrolmen paid a standard visit to the house of an elderly couple, Fred and Edwina Rogers. To their surprise, they found the house empty and were probably on their way out when one of the officers decided to check the fridge. Charles Bullock, one of the patrolmen present that day, recalled the scene. I opened up a refrigerator and seen nothing but meat stacked in it. My partner standing next to me made the comment that it looked like somebody had butchered a hog. We didn't know it was a body until we got ready to close the refrigerator and we could see the head down in the in the bottom of the vegetable bin. Fred and Edwina Rogers were dismembered and found in the fridge in their home. Police investigated and discovered that Fred, 81, and Edwina, 72, had actually been killed a week before they were placed in the fridge. Edwina had been brutally beaten and then shot, while Fred had his head crushed, his insides later flushed down the toilet, and his eyes gouged out. Charles Rogers, the son of Fred and Edwina, was the main murder suspect. The killer was never found, but the prime suspect was the elderly couple's son, who was 43 years old at the time. No one could ever find him. He disappeared without a trace. However, recently, two Houstonians, Hugh and Martha Gardiner, have declared that they have cracked the icebox murder case wide open. According to the Gardiners, Charles, who was a geophysicist, was physically and emotionally abused by his parents from a young age. His parents lived in the house that was owned by Charles and constantly took out loans in his name. Tired of being constantly abused, Charles supposedly killed them. He then fled to Mexico, it is believed, and then soon made his way down to South America, where he continued working as a geophysicist. According to the Gardeners, Charles Rogers made the crime look like a robbery gone wrong by staging the house just so. He was also methodical in the way he drained the bodies of blood and dissected them into pieces. The house had been carefully cleaned, but blood was discovered on the keyhole of Charles' door. Conspiracy theorists, including two who authored a 1992 book on the case, believed Rogers was a covert CIA operative involved in the Kennedy assassination. His parents died after discovering his identity, according to the CIA operative theory. At this point, Houston hadn't dealt with such ghastly crimes. Charles Rogers' whereabouts remain unknown, and he was declared legally dead in 1975 by a Houston judge. On June 23, 1965, two Houston police officers forced their way into the Rogers' home after Edwina's nephew, Marvin, became concerned about the couple when his phone calls were unanswered for days. Upon entering the home, police found nothing unusual but noticed food sitting on the dining room table. 
The police did discover the couple's organs in a nearby sewer while other remains were never found. Police determined that Fred and Edwina had been killed on June 20th, three days before they were found. Charles Rogers was reported to have communication with his parents by the way of slipping notes under his door. Neighbors were unaware that Rogers lived with his parents as he generally left the home before dawn and did not return until after dark. The house which the murders took place was located at 1815 Driscoll Street. After the murders, the house remained empty and unsold. It was then torn down in 1972 and the lot remained empty until 2000 when condominiums were built. The police found items believed to have been used in the murder, including a claw hammer, scissors, and a keyhole saw. The Gardeners contend that Charles skipped town from Mexico, hiding with the help of his connections in oil and mining, who valued his brilliant mind only to later be killed in Honduras during a mining dispute. This couple has yet to take on a new case. They joked that they might have had only one grisly case in them. Charles Frederick Rogers, described as brilliant, erratic, and reclusive, Charles dominated newspaper headlines for weeks and became Houston's very own Norman Bates. The Icebox Murders is one of 75 uncleared cases. No arrests have ever been made, and it remains to this date Houston's most notorious and bizarre multiple homicide. When the Gardiner couple talked to the Rogers family, they did not have anything against Charles for doing this. They said they could see why it had happened. People do not think it is possible that it actually happened when talking to the Gardeners, but it actually did. The Rogers family also had ties to powerful people in Houston. Fred was a bookie, well-known in gambling circles, which is one of the reasons why these authors believe the Icebox murders were never fully investigated. Charles had a gruesome murder as well in Honduras where he was pickaxed to death. The Houston police never made an arrest, nor did they find the trial of the narcissistic killer. It wasn't for a lack of trying, though. James Polk, a dedicated detective, took the case personally. This is the story the public never knew, the press didn't piece together, and Houston's novels and shakers prayed would be buried forever. Beyond the black and white of the criminal investigation files, this is the account of a hidden motive, parents who weren't what they seemed, and a son that wasn't far from being erectus. Police corruption, gambling, narcotics, gun running, and federal probes blend in a stew that is a saga of a Texas family, an ambitious police captain, a perfect crime, and a city with a dark side. Now, to end off this talk, I want to ask, do you think that Charles killed his parents? Keep me posted on what you think after hearing all the details.